Hi there, welcome to this week's episode of the Heart of a Youth Leader podcast. My name is Andy Castle. I am the founder and CEO of Thrive Youth Ministries based in the Midlands. Uh, I thought it'd be good to spend the next few weeks just exploring Thrive's five core values because uh, they're about what we're about, what we believe God wants us to be in our relationships with each other, with how we do our ministry, uh, how we uh, want others to know us by. Uh, and they're really important values for all Christians, I believe. And I wonder what would happen if each one of us started to live these Christian core values. The first one is a courageous dependence on the spirit. Uh, I don't know what comes to mind when you think about that, but for me, it's an exciting adventure with God. What does it feel like to be on an exciting adventure? And when you think of your ministry, your leadership, your uh, role with your young people and your youth group and your team and your church, does it feel like an exciting venture or does it feel like a chore and a slog and a, a, a going through the motions or just keeping the mill turning? Because I believe that uh, when, we are, when we are filled with the Spirit, when we are doing what God calls us to do, it should be exciting and it should feel like we're on an adventure. Uh, and the thing for me to remember is we're not called to do stuff for God. We're not called to do stuff for him. We're asked to do stuff with him. And yet so many times I see Christians being really well-meaning, trying too hard to make things happen as if God's like the head teacher just looking down wanting to see what you'll do to get his approval whereas actually God is already doing stuff in our communities amongst our children and young people he's already there in their families he's already there trying to get involved and he's just saying, Andy, would you get involved with this? Would you get involved with what I'm doing? For some reason, he chooses to work through his church. He chooses to work through his people. He doesn't need us, but he chooses us. And that's amazing, isn't it? Uh, and so for me, it's like, well, I don't want to just do stuff for him, hoping that he'll like it or hoping it will bring him pleasure or hoping it will work and achieve. And he'll go, oh, Andy, I'm so glad you came up with that. I wish I'd thought of it. No, it's the other way around. We need to go, God, I don't know what to do, but you do. So what is it you want me to join in with? And, and so for me, the value of being courageously dependent on the spirit is it's not just dependent, but it's courageous because the courage is going, God, I think this is you and I'm going to choose to join in. Whether I look a fool, whether it falls flat or whatever, I'm going to depend on you because I think this is what you want me to do. Uh, and it takes me back to a story I've shared before when I started Thrive or was considering starting Thrive. Uh, and I spoke to someone in my church about it who I thought was really wise and spiritual. And I was sharing the vision for, you know, starting a charity. This was 12 years ago. And uh, there was no guarantee of income. There was no guarantee of success. There was no guarantee of it working. Uh, and uh, and he said to me, Andy, well, how are you going to pay for this? I said, I don't know. He said, well, how many churches are there in your region? I went, I don't know. I've since worked out there's about 300. But I didn't know that at the time. He goes, how many churches do you need to actually 
make uh, get a viable salary I said I don't know he said well how are you going to make this work I said I don't know and he goes well Andy this is ridiculous why are you doing it I said because I think it's what God wants me to do and he just said Andy that's really irresponsible you're married with three children you've got to put your responsibilities first you need a reliable income a reliable job and I turned around and said yeah I get that but I think this is what God's asking me to do and therefore I want to give it a go to find out whether it is what he's asking or not. Because I would hate, I'd rather go through it and realise it wasn't what he asked me to do than to hate living with that what if. What if I'd given it a go? What would have happened? And here we are 12 years later and God is continuing to provide for my every need as well as my family's, as well as all my staff team now. Uh, and God is an abundant God and he's given us far more than I could ever expect it. But it was that courageous dependence on him, on his spirit guiding me, prompting me through various conversations and prayers that made me go, do you know what? I think this is what the spirit is doing and what the spirit wants me to do. Uh, and, and it's exciting to live like that. It's much better to go, God, I think this is what you want to do. So I'm going to have a go than oh, I doubt doubt you'd choose me I doubt you'd do that so I'm going to hold back uh, and so so one of Thrive's values is a de- courageous dependence on the spirit not a nice yes we, we believe in the spirit and he's going to work but a courageous and we're going to do whatever he asks us to do which is a massive challenge and of course I don't always do that and of course Thrive doesn't always live to it but it's a value that we aspire to that we that we makes us pray more it makes us lean on him more rather than us coming up with the ideas how's that for you with your youth work do you come up with the ideas or are you leaning on him saying god what is it you want us to do what is it that you want us to change how do we better get alongside these young people and lead them to you Galatians 5 is all about life in the spirit uh, and there's a wonderful uh, section at the end of that chapter from verse 13 to 26 which is all about the freedom that comes from living in the spirit that we're called to love one another that we're called to love our neighbor as ourself uh, and that we're not supposed to as it says bite and devour each other but we're supposed to look out for each other and love each other. Uh, and so it says in verse 16, so, so if you walk by the spirit, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you're not under the law. Uh, and then it lists loads of things, that are obvious acts of the flesh from uh, idolatry and witchcraft and jealousy and selfish ambition and drunkenness and orgies and the like. Uh, he says, don't get involved with those because you don't inherit the kingdom that way. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness self-control those are the things we aspire to if our soil and our nutrients are healthy that's the fruit that comes we can't get the fruit without good nutrients and a good environment for growth if you want more apples on your apple tree you don't you don't long for more apples you actually take the hard work of caring for the tree making sure the roots are good making sure it's getting the nutrients in the soil making sure it's getting the sunlight and the water and then over a a whole season, hopefully the fruit of the apples start to grow more. 
What are your roots like? What are the nutrients in your life? And so our key verse is Galatians 5, verse 25. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. So my challenge to you this week is take some time to pray. God, what is it you're wanting me to do this year? What is it you're wanting me to do this term, this month, this week? What is it that it looks like for me to be courageously dependent on you? Go for it. (laughs) 